Okay, so let me get straight to this week's apology. Everybody knows there are a few groups of people who you don't want any problems with. One is the beehive. They will shut your shit down. Whatever it is that you do, they will shut that shit down. Do not fuck with the beehive. It's over if the beehive gets a hold of you. I don't care if you just sell incense at the flea market. (laughs) The beehive will get you kicked out of there. Do not fuck with the beehive. Right. The other group, the Hebrew Israelites. Those are the black, like the black Jewish people, for those who don't know. Simply put, yeah, yeah. So simply put, they'll preach to you out of the book of Leviticus for two hours. And then they'll knock your ass out at the end. Don't (laughs) don't mess with those guys. (laughs) Don't do it. And third, the third group of people who you should not mess with and you don't want problems with are these savages. Now, we talked about the savages last week. And after this episode, I think I'm going to go ahead and move to Bolivia. I'd, <laughs> I'd just rather deal with the death road in Zika rather than having to uh, face these savages. Do not fuck with the savages. See, the, the savages, they've been all in my DMs, sending me emojis of airplanes and guns. And look, I'm not that fluent in, in emoji. <laughs> but I know if a savage sends you a gun emoji, that can't be a good thing. Nah, that's some serious. That's <laughs> real shit. <laughs> so look, look. Some of my favorite rappers are savages. I mean, I love the top savages out here, like Chief Keef, uh, Lil Reese, Montana Three Hunter, and of course Slim Jesus. And so, look, I don't want any problems. And to show, to show you guys all the savages how sincere I am, I would like to say a prayer right now on this podcast. Okay, shall I bow my head for this? Uh, TJ, please join me. Bow your head, close your eyes. Okay, done. Listeners. I'm listening. Listeners, bow your heads too. <clears throat> Let us pray. We come to you humbly as young trap niggas. Please watch over our block and bless our triggers. We keep our hoodies on because we know we ain't right. As we serve the fiends dope all day and all night. We come to you, Father, knowing we have sinned. We make it rain at the strip club again and again. <laughs> Keep the bando safe as we run it from the cops. Please don't let this Glock jam when we smoking on the ops. Free Big Stan, Boomer, and Light Skin Jerome. We claim we own the block even though we don't own our home. <laughs> Free all the guys. And let them back in these streets so we can make dope rhymes and mumble on these beats. Let's get high. Let's milli rock and dab all night long. Help us understand the words to the hot new panda song. The fuck is he saying, dog? The fuck is he saying? Anyway, 
yo, you know we in these streets just trying to make some cabbage. We pray in your name, the Father, the Son, and the Almighty Savage. Amen and amen. amen. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And if you are a trap nigga, but you still on the deacon board, this may be the podcast for you. And I am Brother Jaren. And this is Brother TJ. (laughs) So we both brothers today. We both brothers today. I couldn't I couldn't be crowned uh Lord. I was too busy this week. I couldn't fly over. That's okay, so, man. We we off that now. Now we on some brother stuff. Yeah, we this is we on we on this one on this brother stuff. DMX would be super proud. You DMX think so? Would be proud. Yeah, he would definitely be proud. He and, is uh, he is the king of all savages, and so I I felt like if I delivered that, you know, if I you know deliver that in the way DMX would, I think that would touch him. You know, that would reach them. Yeah, man, he is the holiest savage. He is. He definitely is. And, um, you know, I have a rebuttal because last week you educated us, man, on how these light-skinned dudes started losing in these streets, man. You gave us the story about Nino Francisco Brown. You talked about how G-Money burned down the Carter, and you you explained to us... Yeah, why light skinned dudes? Yeah, why light skinned dudes was losing? He didn't want to go to jail, dog. He didn't want to go to jail. It's hard out there, right? And um, that's cool and all. We can't win them all, man. But you know what? We have plenty of wins on the board. Now, none of these wins make us tougher, but a win is a win, right? Okay. So, yeah, win is a win. So check this out. So, G Money, aka Alan Payne, he might so, have wait, burned wait, wait, down. Wait, a- wait, 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 wait. So you're taking what? the task of defending all the light-skinned men of america um i'm not taking that task i just want to i just want to show that we do have some wins you said we was losing out here like like we never like we never had a championship you know what i'm saying okay and i just want to take this time out to to express to all the people that don't know that light-skinned brothers win too man we win we win we win sometimes you okay know what I'm saying? So yeah, G Money burned down a Carter. Yes, yes, yes. But he turned around and he was he was Jason's lyric. You know what I'm saying? Alan Payne, he came back around and he was good with that. You know we had uh who else we have? Who else we have? We had Mike Jack. Hold on, hold on. Before you move on, what? Jason's lyrics. Didn't he shoot his own brother at the end? Though? It's okay. I mean he was hey, light skinned and he killed his dark skinned brother, but. Okay, if you're calling that winning, let's go. He did yeah, have man. Jada Pinkett. He was the first. He he did allow us to see Jada Pinkett naked. He, the he one let, and only time that that's ever happened. In, he introduced us to Jada Pinkett naked. And that's the so only then, person that ever has done that. So, okay, that's a win. There you go. I mean, uh, Will Smith is cuffing her pretty tight. He ain't letting that go. He ain't letting that go. Okay. Um, we have Mike Jack. I'm going to take Mike Jack. So, y'all got mm, the young Mike Jack? Y'all the got the one. young Mike Jack. The the, the, Billy, the the thriller, off the wall, Mike Jack. You got okay. the off the wall, Mike we'll take Jack. That. You got the thriller. You, do you got the thriller? You got the bad. You got the bad, Mike Jack. No, no, no. He was light skinned. Well, no, him. that's when he started changing over. No, bad is when he started changing over. Thriller. So you got off the wall and thriller. I got bad, Mike Jack. 
I got a history Mike Jack with black or white, right? Okay. Uh, uh, I got the uh, in um, what is it? Invincible, invisible or invincible? I think it's invincible. In it don't matter. He was light skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got that Mike Jack. Um, oh, he fell off by then, though, didn't he? I mean, in, in, no, he was according still, to he Michael was Jackson standards. Oh yeah, according to Michael Jackson standards. But he was still yeah, but he was still winning though. Still Mike Jack. He okay. was still Mike Jack. Okay. Um, up until the allegations, the allegations was rough, man. That, that that tore him down a little bit, but he had us winning for a long time. And then the good brother, another another good brother who who just passed, Prince. Prince has been winning for us for a long time, man. I knew you was gonna say that. You knew and, I was gonna say that, and, and I felt that coming. And you know what? You know everybody knows that I'm a Prince fan. However, I do have one problem with Prince. You got one problem. Shoot. He did. He, what you got? He didn't have his shit together. He didn't have his business right. He did. He died without a will. What rich man does that? So, some lawyer, somebody's about to get all his money. And I, I don't know what happens in these situations, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a will. So. Well, I mean, unless you go with the conspiracy theorists out there, and there's a lot of them. Hey man, who knows? It probably is a conspiracy. I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff works. But yeah. I, I'm not taking that point away from him for that, cause I don't know what that man had. Uh, let's 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 call up a just I'm call up a couple more. Call up a couple more. Now these are all past. These are all past winners here. Um, okay. We had uh, I'll be sure. He 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 was winning for us for a what? minute. He made it okay. cool. I'll be. Now I'm I'm gonna take him off real quick because he ain't taking care of his kids. Diddy had to step in and help him with that. Um, okay. But he he won for a minute. You know he he had he went to a championship game and he won one. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, a lot of people never get that ring. Patrick Ewing never got that ring. Never. He never got it. He uh, tried, but he couldn't right. do it. He couldn't hack it. Charles Barkley never got that ring. Barkley so, never got that ring. He never got that ring. Wow. So. I'll be getting that ring, man. Uh, okay. Genuine. Genuine had the title for a minute. He definitely had a ring. He had a ring. All right. Might Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. The, the mm. dude from... Uh, now, See, I don't know what he really, really did. I know he was a model <laughs> cat. And then right. I know that... And, and I know that he was on a... What is that? What is that? He's kind of what just like... Show? Like uh Criminal Minds, Criminal Minds. He, okay. had, he was he was doing really good on See, Criminal Minds though. But he's kind of like the go to go to light skin guy. So He's holding it down. He I wouldn't say he had a ring, but he may have been like a all star, like a, okay. a, a um like a um like an alternate on the all star team. Okay. Well, no, no, no. He's a, he's a, he had multiple all star appearances. Let's do that because Criminal Mind stayed on for a while. Okay. So let's okay. Let's not go that far though. Maybe he had like played in the skills challenge. Okay. I mean, I don't think he was, I don't think he really made it to the game. <laughs> he didn't make you know it to the all star game. No. He was just in the skills challenge. Not the <laughs> nah, dunk, dog. not the dunk contest. Not the three point contest. Just the skills challenge. No, man. I think Shamar Moore was on the all star squad. I'm not saying that he was starting all the time, but he got in the damn game, okay? Okay. He got in the game. Uh, okay. Tiger, Tiger Woods was winning for a while, man. And wait, we, wait, we'll wait, take wait, wait. Is he? Nah, he ain't white skin, man. What, so what, you going to call him brown skin? Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't pass the paper bag test. 
Uh, I think he'll match the paper bag test, and and we get the tie. I think we he's just a cl- I think he's just a click darker. But you know, he plays golf, so we'll let you have him. All right, there you go. And he's a multiple time winner. Now he did fall off in the end too, so now I'm gonna have to come back real hard. So repping real hard. Most recently, we got the two time MVP, consecutive MVP, first time in NBA history that it was unanimous decision. For the MVP selection, we have the master, Steph Curry. And we don't have nothing negative to say about that man right now. Not yet. but Not yet. But like all light-skinned men, he will give us something. Just wait. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. And if he does, we can come back to this. But, I mean, this is basketball. I don't think you can take a steroid to make a shot. I don't think you can take a steroid to make you dribble better. The man has been playing out of his mind, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think we're going to get a sad ending to this, man. Look, I don't think so. Look, my, wait, pe- wait, wait. My, my, my people, mark a reminder. Put this a reminder in your iPhones, those who are fortunate enough to have one. <laughs> put, put this as a reminder in your iPhones. As soon as Steph Curry jumps off of that cliff, let's go back to this podcast when I said that he will. Go ahead. All right. So wait, 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 wait. Does jumping off the, does injuries count as jumping off the cliff though? Like if he gets hurt, I guess it depends on how he gets hurt. If somebody breaks his ankles again and he gets hurt, because you know one of his injuries, he's literally got his ankles broken. Like he got crossed up and <laughs> and he got injured. His ankle was injured from that. <laughs> yeah, that's got that's got it crazy. That's got it crazy to, to get the injury on the basketball court. But at least he got it on the basketball court. Like Jay, what's his name? Jay Williams. I think he like crashed a motorcycle and ended his career. Right, right. Like, you can't be doing that. No, 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 you can't be doing that. But, and then and then the other the other guy is who recently dropped his album over a half mil sold on the first day, over a mil sold in the first week. We got the we got the good the good brother Drake. Champagne Poppy. One of, a light skin yeah, man who who goes with the nickname of Champagne Poppy. Yo, look, homie. Only a light skin guy would do that. Dude, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Tupac Rick had Ross. Machiavelli as no, his, as no, his no, alias. No, no, Rick Ross calls himself Rose. <laughs> okay. So don't talk about the champagne poppy when you got Rose, dog. You got Rose, Ricky Rose. Okay. Okay. So anyway, homie name is Aubrey, but he's still winning, dog. That takes, it takes a lot to be able to win like that, man. And okay. Now, it doesn't buy him any street cred. It doesn't get him any street credit. So it doesn't make him any tougher. Right. But he's winning out here, dog. I mean, he definitely has. So I don't think we talked about him on the street credit episode. But I have to give him big points for, I'm assuming, knocking down Serena Williams. And then, like, taking all these pictures with her. And then, like, just kind of dropping her. Just like that. I think that's kind of dope. Uh, Rihanna? Rihanna, yeah. That's dope too. Yep, Rihanna too. So, so I mean, hey man, his 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 top five is I sounds like him. from the first I mean, two is pretty amazing. Yeah. But he's um, definitely he's definitely picking them up and knocking them down. But hold on, but I I like that you said the NBA because there was a Lyceum man that you forgot. Who that? I probably didn't forget him, I just didn't note him. I didn't forget him. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I'll note him. Uh how about Matt Barnes? <laughs> now Matt Barnes is is very light skinned, right? 
He is. And he has light skin tendencies. Um, light skin tendencies. Yeah. Like, like, like what? What's that? What you talking about? So, I mean, I'm not. I'm not about to talk about his domestic violence stuff. I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get on That's that. That's not just a light skin. Thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna leave that out. I'm just. I just wanted to mention it for the for the jury, you know, to to kind of set the pace for what happened after that. So he was on reality TV, looking crazy on basketball wise. He shouldn't. Which be is up. a mistake anyway. Yeah. That's a mistake for any man. Just, wait, just because you play basketball, don't mean you should join basketball wise. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of those guys they they wouldn't be caught dead on the show. Matt Barnes was the only one who chose to actually be on the show. So, with fame, unfortunately, draws a lot of attention. What did Matt Barnes do last year? Kanye West actually mentioned what he did. He drove ninety five miles to shoot a fair one with Derek Fisher. Why not? Why not? Because he it wasn't even his girl no more. Hey man, like he was just being light skinned. He was just hey, being light skinned. Hey. He was in his feelings, and he drove. It's like that's not half the state, but he drove up the PCH or whatever he did to go and try to fight Matt, uh, or excuse me, try to fight Derek Fisher. No, no, this was on the East Coast. Though. It was on the East Coast. Was so it? So he probably took Highway 95. Oh, I yeah. thought they was in Cali when he did that. No, 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 no. I don't think okay. so. I think he, he was still, he still. Whatever he took, he, 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 he still did a lot it. of miles. He still drove all those miles while being light-skinned. Hey, man. So, look, man. Look, you give a chick a baby, that's your girl forever. That's how men right. think. And, okay. <laughs> so you, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, Drizzy. Right? Drizzy. Drizzy Drake. Yep. Yep. I couldn't forget Aubrey, man. He's I, winning I am somewhat of a fan of Drake, so I really can't say anything about him. All However, right. who I'm not a fan of, and apparently not too many people are a fan of, is Tyga. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tyga, um, he appeared to be winning. He had, he, uh, you know, his thing uh, with Kylie. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What would we call that? Is that, did, let's see. Did he go to the? Let's see. He went to the. I say he went to like a three point contest. He went to the three point contest. Absolutely. Because he snapped the Kardashian. He, he got a shot. Yep, yep. And 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 he had some crazy hits. He had the Rack City thing that went super crazy. Like okay, really. Yeah. yeah he had he had some he, hits he under was, his belt. He was doing good. He, yep. He got he had Kylie on the sideline. Yeah. He's doing his thing. And I mean, but with the Kylie thing, he was initially taking that L. Until he pulled her off the bench when she got, um, she turned eighteen. She turned eighteen, pulled her off the so, bench. So now she he's winning. Played the game right? now. He's, he's now winning. He's, however, he got caught DMing another young chick, which I really didn't have a problem with. You know, once the whole story came out, but come on, I mean, he shouldn't have put himself in that position. But that's last year's stuff. However, he recently took another L. So he has a baby by the um with the woman by the name of uh let's see. I googled her. Her real name is Black China. Her real name. That ain't her real name. Yeah. You Google it, I don't care. All right. So he has a kid by her, right? No, that no that's that's her moniker though, right? That's like a stage name that's well, you know. These, her, these. her her name is Black China, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, she's a savage, right? <laughs> Because, all right, so he has a kid with her, right? 
But he yep. has now about to become the first hip hop uncle daddy. <laughs> so wait, 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 you say hip hop uncle daddy. What other uncle daddies are there? I'm sure there's some other uncle daddies out there, but I don't think there's any hip hop uncle daddies. So not not just hip hop. He's the first celebrity uncle daddy. Uh, I think so. He has to be. Okay. And the reason why that is, so um, <clears throat> actually, I, I can't take credit for this Uncle Daddy uh, exposure. Um, Dorm Tamen actually had talked about this, but basically, he's an Uncle Daddy because he's got the baby with Black China, right? Uh huh. And Black China is now pregnant by Rob Kardashian, right? Huh. Yeah. And let's just assume. He marries, or Tiger marries Kylie Jenner. Okay. Now he's not only so he his son will be his brother's. What is that cousin? He's <laughs> 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 like he's like his old cousin, and then Tiger's like an uncle daddy, all because of the savage Black China. Like. That was really petty of her, I think, to get pregnant by this guy. Yeah. Especially with that whole history, but Hey man, she wanted to be uh she wanted to be, you know, in the Kardashian family, man. She saw how well it did for uh for old boy Tiger. She figured that hey She's like, why not? Why not? It worked for him. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me, right? Right. And she's gonna have the first Kardashian baby. There you go. But we're not about to end on a note with no motherfucking China and Tiger. No, we're I'm not talking about how we got the championships running right now. We got Steph Curry and Drake. That's what we ending on. We're not ending on. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold Tiger. on, hold on. Did you slipped a couple more in there? So I just want to mention some honorable mention light skinned people. All right, and don't be and trying to degrade because we ain't we ain't ending out like that. It's kind of it's kind of like how you tried happen. to tell Mike. Well, there's a couple of people who also went uh, who kind of took that same kind of path. Um, <laughs> We got Ain't Sammy. Nobody else switched up. No, yes, he did. You got Sammy Sosa. Go look him up. He's looking crazy. <laughs> he's looking crazy right now. Um, yeah, but he he just got lighter. He didn't. He's not. He he ain't in the. He don't pass the test. Don't pass oh, for the real? Oh, okay, test. okay, okay. I think he can actually pass like a white paper test, but it's okay. <laughs> well, go ahead. Um, there's another young man, but that most of our listeners probably would not even know who this is. But there's a guy named Vibes Cartel. Okay. Look him up. He's looking crazy too. <laughs> And again, just in the past two weeks, see, y'all light-skinned people are still taking L's weekly, even while, it's like, they should just sit down, kind of just go on vacation while you got Drake and you got Steph Curry. They just killing it out here for the light-skinned people, right? They doing really good. But then you got Lil' Kim. She decides that she wants to be light-skinned, literally, and she changes her complexion overnight. Okay. Well, it was a process. It ain't overnight. It's a process. Well, y'all just inherited her. So <laughs> now yo, y'all taking the L. Yo, her music is better than a lot of these guys out here. She's a really good look, rapper. Look, she took I'll take her. she took the attention away from Birdman. From Birdman's respect thing, Lil Kim single handedly took the attention away from that. And she's getting and how killed she do in these games. With her her Instagram posts like looking like 
Lucy Lou or somebody. Man, check this out. With all these different filters and stuff, man, you can't judge off no one picture, man. All these filters out here, you can't judge off that. We leave don't see him alone. I don't see her coming out saying otherwise. Dude, leave her alone. She ain't got to reply to everything. She ain't got time to reply to everything. Just a couple episodes ago, you was talking about yeah. you believed you believe that she need to get her stomach pump. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's that what she was dark skinned though. Ago. She was dark skinned then. She was dark skinned. Yeah. Well, look. All I want to say is, is that yeah, we took the loss. You know, we burned down the Carter. You know, G Money. He took that little L, but light skinned brothers is winning out here in 2016, and we still got a chance. So. I want to rep that. Now, moving right on. And Sammy Sosa wanna... was on performance enhancing drugs. All right, go ahead. Sammy Sosa? You, you, you still going to throw at Sammy Sosa? I'm just saying. Go ahead. All right, moving right along. I want to talk about these. You ever run into a, uh, let me see, how can I put this? A fake ass expert? You ever run into that, dog? Like, you want to mm. talk about a subject? And whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's food or drink, okay, people consider themselves experts or connoisseurs, but they really don't know shit. Yeah, I've I've run into a few of those types in my life. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. What do you What do you think about that, man? What, what What is your thought? What is your view on these fake ass connoisseurs? So, it's 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 kind of humorous sometimes. Um, actually, it's humorous pretty much every time because it's, it's never affected me in a way where it was going to hurt anything, you know, uh-huh. that I was doing. <clears throat> so, I, I, I like the most recent fake connoisseur that I ran into. Um, well, like I'm a, uh, I'm into cigars, right? Yep. And when I get into shit. Like, I really get into it. I start reading about it. I look at magazines and search stuff on the internet. And, and like, I'm all into it. Got a ton of cigars now, just within a couple of years. And so I'm kind of a cigar geek. I call myself a cigar geek. So one day, um, I went to join this, like, dog sporting group. Like, they would... um I'm going to tie this together, but they would, like, take their dogs and their dogs would, like, jump over stuff and, like, do, like, obedience kind of um, demonstrations or whatever, right? Okay. And so, it was the first night I ever went, and there was just, uh, you know, you know, you go to a group and it's just a whole bunch of people you don't know, and they're kind of already clicked up, and then there's an added kind of stress of me being the only black guy there. Man, yeah, and, you there for for a, a group of people meeting for a fucking dog? Who yeah. does that? Dog? Well, that happens <laughs> to me a lot. And a lot of the things I'm into, I'm I'm normally like the token black guy, and I know how to play the position, and it's all good, right? So, uh, so wait, just, wait, let me get let me let me get this straight. So there's an event, and everybody takes their dog there, and so you just have the dogs run around with each other, or is it really they so don't run with each other? You people can meet up with each other and talk like what no what like the true reason like they it's like to show off their dog's obedience so you might tell the dog to run to this tree and the dog sprints to the tree and stops like most dogs would just take off and they'll be in the street somewhere right oh but, so it's a big fucking breakfast 
Yeah, like, yo, look, my dog will stop when I tell him to uh, stop. I don't think it's a brag fest. I mean, it's they're they're training their dogs to be good. They're giving their uh, dogs I mean, but you, but a purpose. But the reason in you're life. taking them there is to show people that you trained them properly. The dog gets letters behind their names, just like you know, like if you get a PhD or a master's or whatever. The dogs get <laughs> titles as well. Oh wow! Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's so a big let, deal, let get... man. Just look up uh, Schutzen. It's a German okay. thing. So, so let let me. The so dogs, me the dogs are trained to attack as well. You know, so they have to bite the guy, and then they, and like, then you could like, just tell them like stop, and then then the dog just sits down and stops biting them. If the guy so comes is it, towards is it kinda you, like like a like a uh, martial arts kind of thing where you get like yeah, it's not, like not really belts, but. You you get to these certain levels, you get yeah. so good at following direction, and yeah. you get certified to something. Uh, not necessarily. Well, you you do get, I guess, like I said, you get titles and everything, <clears throat> and there's just different levels of obedience and protection um, that they do and agility. Those are the three things: obedience, protection, and agility. Dude, let me let me go ahead and finish this, right? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just trying to understand what this shit is. And so, one last question. One last question. Do you yeah. sell the dog after this? Once you get him to this level, you like, yo, you I got this dog to the top level. I'm selling them for fifteen thousand. Who want them? You can definitely do that, and then they could use that dog because apparently this dog is very intelligent. And so, with animals, you know that intelligence is uh, hereditary. And so, you know, they'll sell them to somebody and they go mate them and they'd be like, you know, the parents had this, 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 and that. So that means that the dog is going to, you know, these puppies are going to be smart, smart and they'll be able to do all hopefully. of Hopefully. Yeah. That don't really work for parents in real life, though. You can have two smart parents have a dumbass kid, but go ahead. I'm going to let you finish your story, dog. Go ahead. All right. So it's my first time being there, right? Okay. And, talking black guy. And yeah, I'm talking black guy. I guarantee there's no other black people doing this shit, but go ahead. Um, not that I could see, <laughs> and so and it, it's cold too. It's really cold. It was like yeah, November. So no other black people right? doing this shit. It's cold. And, yeah, we out. <laughs> and so uh, I'm just looking for a way to jump into a conversation. You know, just so I, be, so I can be social and everything. No, you was trying to keep warm. Is what you was trying to. No, nah, no, nah, they was prepared, man. They had like them uh, those. What is it? Propane heaters and stuff. It was good. Yeah, it's cool. So anyway, so I hear these guys talking about cigars these two guys and i hear this guy he's talking about he's kind of bragging to the other guy because one of them was claiming to be really into the cigars and the other one was just kind of like uh oh, you know i enjoy them every now and then and he was talking about the guy who was the uh, this kind of sewer was like yeah I, I i go to cuba all the time and smoke all these cuban cigars and one of the biggest names in cuban cigars is this um, company called cohiba and that's i've heard of cohiba yeah that's how big they are right it's like a common yeah, name Lil wayne Lil wayne was rapping about it but go ahead yeah that's like a common name <laughs> in the cigar you know it's like just the big name it's kind of like the nike of cigars right okay and so he's like and i said oh you know hey my dog i actually named my dog cohiba and he looked at me and he did he looked at me like i was speaking another language like i was an alien and he didn't even know what the hell Cohiba was. <laughs> this is the most popular Cuban cigar in the world. So, so wait, wait. So when he goes to Cuba, what is he smoking on? 
I think he's smoking. Well, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. He's apparently getting some bullshit or he's lying about what he does. But he was completely clueless. Clueless. This is I mean, that was my latest run in with a fake ass connoisseur. Um, I I found that funny, you know, because this guy is acting like he knew everything. He's this big guy gets Cubans. That's what guys brag about a Cuban cigars because we can't get them here. And this guy did not even know what the most popular brand of cigars were. So that's my story, man. Yeah. Well, just the other day, my wife had a friend come over and this girl claimed that she was so big into wine. She she wines for lunch. She wines for dinner. She wines with friends. Wine, wine, wine. So I was tasked with taking her friend to go get some wine because she was coming over to the house she's like oh yeah i want my friend to be comfortable she said she wanted to get some wine can you take her somewhere to go get some wine so i'm like all right fine i'm gonna take her to the best i was gonna say do you just go to the liquor store or no 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 we ain't just go to no liquor store i went to the best you go to ralph's no i didn't go to no i didn't go to ralph's i didn't go to no grocery store i i actually went to a wines and spirits store that has hundreds and thousands of different alcohols hold on hold on and hold on hold on let me get let me take a second to be a credit whore see you okay. didn't know you didn't know i would know like a store like ralph's right <laughs> yeah it's no it's no ralph's in st louis see so. I, know, I know things i know what they got in california all right go ahead all right <laughs> so yeah man so i take it i take it to the store to this wine and spirit store. They got hundreds and hundreds of different types of wines, okay? So we walk in, and I can tell this chick is overwhelmed by the massive selection, okay? She, it's like wall-to-wall, aisle-to-aisle. What was the she doing? The place is as big as a warehouse. Like, she, what, what was uh, she doing that made her look overwhelmed? She didn't look interested. It wasn't like, her eyes got big. Oh my gosh! Look at all of these oh, wines so she, that I get so, to choose from. So she should have been impressed, right? By, she by she the should have been impressed, but instead it was like, "Oh shit! What am I gonna do here?" You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of look. Well, maybe she that, was under impressed. Like maybe maybe she was just like, like I've got you know a bigger wine store or whatever at home. All right, you know what? You could be right. So I'm I'm. I don't know what to think at the time. I didn't. I didn't judge it at the time. This this whole idea of me understanding that she was overwhelmed by the selection, but not in a good way, was after these few questions I asked. I was like, okay, well, I don't know much about wine myself, but I know a little bit. So I asked her, so what kind of wine do you like? Do you like Riesling? Do you like Chardonnay, Merlot, Pinot Noir? So I'm asking her different types of wines, and she looked lost. I'm like, oh shit! Like she didn't know she what none know. of those words meant. She didn't. She didn't. Her she, nothing clicked for her to say. Nope, I hate all of those. Or yes, I like one of those. So so okay. So was did she ever claim to be the connoisseur? Like like my guy, he was bragging, talking all this shit about how he flies down to Cuba and he be coming back with weight. Like did, <laughs> did she did she ever say herself? She did. Yes, she did. That's how I knew she wines for lunch. She wines for dinner. She wines with friends. Okay. That's how I knew that. So, I mean, my wife told me about it. She was, oh, I want you to take my friend and get some wine. 
chick walks in the door. She's like, yeah, so I want to get some wine to drink. That was like her first thing before the chick even said hi. You know what I'm saying? Before oh, she okay. properly greeted. She was like, yeah, you guys got some wine here. I was like, mm, I'm not much of a wine drinker, but I can I could take you somewhere. So that's, that's what it was. So I, I took her to this place that had a large selection. And I asked her a few questions. And I, I feel like these are rookie questions because even right. I knew a couple of these names. Right. Right. I'm I'm actually trying to get in with her. I'm trying to show her that I did a little research. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she looked lost, and I'm like, oh shit, she don't really drink wine for real. So then I made the questions more basic. I was like, okay, well, do you like white wine? Do you like red wine? Do you <laughs> okay. like it sweet? Do you like it not sweet? And she's like, no, yeah, yeah, I like it sweet. So like, okay, so I took her to the section what the moscatos were. All right, that's the that's the latest craze. And it's been a craze for a while. I mean, right. they have all types of flavors. And I think they even have like a birthday cake Moscato or some shit. So we look around the Moscato aisle or aisles because there's multiple aisles of these sweet ass wines that make you sick to your stomach. Well, I'm speaking for myself now. But she picks up the she picks up some shit that you can find in 7-Eleven, dog. She picked oh, okay. up some shit. <laughs> she picks up some shit that you can find in a gas station, man. And... The, the shit, so that's all she know, knew. She just picked the thing that she she got like got the the arbor mist. Exactly, exactly. I don't know if it was. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember looking. I was like, dog, I just saw that shit when I went to go gas up the other day. Like, man, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the question, I mean, why do I care what wine she wanted? Well, I really don't care. But I was just disappointed that I took the time to show her the best that I can find. I could have took her ass to like Walmart. I could have took her to that fucking gas station I just come from. And it would have saved me time. It'd have saved her time. And man, she she was walking around talking like she was that shit. Like she knew what she was talking about. Right. And the shit is a letdown. It's a piss off. And it's aggravating. You ever have you ever gotten advice from like a self proclaimed foodie? Do they do they have foodies out there in, in St. Louis now? Uh, of course. I don't know. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know how big that that term was. I'm I'm stuck in little old California well, now, and in Southern California, they people are foodies. They want to go out and taste different foods and shit. And I didn't know how. Oh, okay. Is it, is, it, is that a big thing out there? People are foodies. They just yeah. go out and eat. Yeah, but but hold on, hold on. Before you get off the of the friend, I I have I just had a a thought. Uh huh. Do you think that we me and you are coming off as being snobs maybe we could be man you know no no like no, like no, is, is, is there some snobbery there like this is like like for me i feel like i sincerely you know got excited that these guys were talking about cigars i want to jump in and start talking about cigars but i was i didn't like challenge them though i think maybe if i challenged their knowledge if that was like my my intent maybe it would come off a snob but i feel like i definitely was innocent in in, in my approach what about nah, you, you i wouldn't call it that i would call it i would call it exactly what it was i think your situation and my situation were similar they were they were letdowns they were fucking letdowns i think that your guy was building himself up he's been back and forth to cuba which is a popular place to go uh to people who don't know cigars, I mean, I would think that 
that's Cuba the Mecca is the spot, yeah, right? That's the, that's that the is Mecca. the spot to go. If you're going to go get a cigar, you better go to Cuba to get it, right? So right. that's the popular thing to do. I mean, this girl that I'm this girl that I'm talking about, my wife's friend, she talks about how much she wines and I would think that if you do it this much that you would try different ones and know what you like and know what you don't like and then at least know the the lingo, a little bit of the lingo. You if you wine that much the menus that you're looking at when you're sitting out at lunch whining with your friends, you're going to see the titles of the types of wines. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for you to be oblivious right. to what I'm talking about, it just lets me know that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's all. Okay. So, all right. Nothing against them. Yeah. I'm just saying that they was a fake-ass connoisseur, and it's not, I don't know. I was just it's not a bad thing. I was just wondering, like, these people might listen to this and be like, damn, they some fucking snobs. You know, they some know-it-alls, and, you know, they think they the shit because they smoke cigars and drink wine mm, or whatever. And drink wine. And like I said, I don't even drink wine that much. I just, I was trying to, I was trying to be available for somebody else, and I pulled out all the stops and it was for no fucking reason that's all okay you know i all feel right. like I, I i feel like i did everything i could for a no call no show man that's all okay all right my so, bad. so yeah you, you, start, know, you start cool. talking about you, start, you started talking about uh the foodies i was gonna ask you about the foodies because this is another this is another thing where people talk about how much they eat food and how they love good food and everything and they give you advice on a restaurant you go to the damn restaurant and the service is slow the food is disgusting it's just a terrible experience and I would consider them a fake-ass connoisseur, too, because they're calling themselves a foodie. You know, it's, oh, man, yeah, I, I shoot, I love to go places to eat. And mm -hmm. they want to tell you about the place that you can get a whole meal for $7.99. And you, you got to know that, man, if an entire fucking meal costs $7.99, it can't be that good. Right, right. It just right. can't be that good. If you go sit down somewhere and you get a steak and potatoes and asparagus for $7.99. There's no way that that's supposed to taste good. I wouldn't even trust it. Yeah, I would say... I mean, like, I haven't had that many run-ins with, like, a foodie. Um, I wouldn't... Once upon a time, I would have said... I would have considered myself maybe that type of person. But, I mean, I'm I'm really not. Um, no, man. I, you got to be don't go in it to be considered enough. that. Yeah. You got to be in it. Yeah. Like, if, if a guy smoked one cigar and he started calling himself, you know, a cigar guy, you look at him like, all right, well, you're crazy. I was trying to teach myself, though. I was going, like, at this one point, I was going out and, you know, while I was doing my uh, photography, uh, street photography thing, and I would go to food trucks and I would write a review on on the food. So I was trying to educate myself and Oh, you're trying to get into it. Okay. Trying to actually pull apart, you know, the taste and talk about what I liked about it and didn't like about it. So I was attempting at that time. Um I think the only run in I had with the foodie was uh I had a friend that told me about this one place that sells pancakes. You know, she was kind of a foodie and I think she really is. She well she likes to eat at places, and she eats at a lot of different places. And yep. so um, she said the place kind of sucked. I went there. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad to me, but I could see, like, you know, the food didn't have any passion or soul into it. You know, right. so so I got did what you, she's did you get the from. meal? Did you, did you get the meal that she told you to get, or did you try something else? 
This place is known for pancakes, so I got the oh, pancakes. Oh, okay, so you got the pancakes. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. And the pancakes were just like, okay, good. I felt like I could do better myself. but They felt like they could be better, but she was upping them really high. <laughs> she actually said they were bad. So. Oh, she did say they yeah. were bad. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You did, you did say that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, all I'm saying is, man, if you don't know food, stop offering damn advice. That's all. People need to start being held accountable for their bad advice. And it should be on all levels, too. I mean, this actually, food is just a minor situation where people are throwing out that bad advice and not being held accountable, man. Right. Uh, you know, for people who are giving bad advice, whether it's food, whether it's life advice, you know, let's talk about that. Let's talk about life advice. People giving bad life advice, people that are your so-called friends that's trying to give you advice, do you go back and tell them that they fucking advice suck? Did you Do you tell them that? Do you just flat out tell them? Like, um, they give you some advice, and then you, you, you do exactly what they said, or you do some type of subset of what they said, or a derivative of what they said, see, and it puts you in another bad predicament. Do you, do you go back and tell them that their advice suck? Personally, I struggle with that. Um, I did have a situation where that very thing happened, and I think naturally I'm just kind of more passive. And so um, I had a, I had a friend that gave me advice on a situation and they were like, you know, you need to go turn up and do this. So I took the advice and uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and I did exactly what they said to do. Right. Right. And I came back to tell them, you know, it, it, it was like they gave me the advice, like, you know, it was like a few months before or whatever. And then when I finally came back a few months later, like, hey, I did what you said, you know, and it was it was really cool. You know, I, I turned up just like you said, you know, everything went exactly, the, you know, it went good. And then they were like, you know what? You need to chill out. <laughs> told me like the exact opposite. Like you need to chill out. And basically what was happening was I think at that time when they gave me the advice to go turn up. Well, that's what they were doing at the time. Right. Right. They were out in these streets right and then they finally decided they were going to settle down and be uh try to be an adult and then they were like you need to chill out and that because that's what they were doing now wow and so um so yeah it, it that was that was my that was one of the situations where I could recall, like, yeah, they told me to do something. I came back and reported back to them. So should but so do you think you bad. so you didn't tell her, right? You didn't tell her that I didn't tell you, her, like, well, I, I didn't tell her, like, well, I guess, wait, wait, I guess that wasn't a situation of bad advice, though. So did did you turn did her recommendation was, to turn up? Did it turn out to be bad, or um, was it just the fact that she flipped? I think it, I think it turned bad. Well, it was the flip flop was was the big issue. Okay, but what did it turn out to be bad advice though? Mm. In that situation. In that particular situation, I do not feel that that was actually bad advice. It wasn't However, bad, but I guess but the problem was that the fact that they gave advice and flip-flopped on their own advice. Okay, that's fair. Now, say that it was bad advice. Say that it 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 turned out to be totally bad. Should you go back to that person and tell them, man, you gave me some terrible advice? 
Um, I know you say you struggle with it. Again, but yeah, you? I, I'm, I'm a bit passive if you and I'm don't do that. You wouldn't? I don't think so. I think I would just, like, if that happened where somebody, I felt like somebody gave me bad advice, I would actually do exactly what you told me and all the listeners to do with credit whores. I would just change the subject. Change because, the subject, keep it moving? Yeah, because this person, you know, I, you know, I would recognize, like, hey, they're giving me bad advice. Time to keep it pushing. Like, we, like, I'm not about to do this with you. Got you. You know what? I, I would agree with that in the sense that I wouldn't go back and tell them that they gave me bad advice. If we were cool enough, we might laugh about it. I wouldn't tell them how mad I am about it, though. Mm. I would probably just not take their advice anymore or not even go to them with the issue that I'm trying to seek advice for. I just wouldn't even go to them no more. Right. So, well, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what about the people that that when you when you tell them about a situation, they hit you with the, man, I would have did. Boy, that couldn't have been me. Oh, like if it were me. Like if it were <laughs> if me, I, I would have did this. Man, if I were you, man, if I was in that situation, I'd have choked him up and grabbed him yeah. and choke slammed him. And then I'd have ran and bounced off the wall and did a leg drop. And then I'd have yeah. took a knife and stabbed him in the gut. Like I've had that happen. <laughs> where where they would be like you know if it were me and then this person was basically and this was a long time ago too um it doesn't really happen like because i've learned about advice however uh this person was like you know if it was me i would have went and uh would have you know destroyed that you know old girl's house or whatever uh-huh. and they were pretty much in the exact situation that I was in. <laughs> However, theirs was actually probably a little worse. Right. And they wasn't doing none of the shit that they said, if it was me, <laughs> I would do this. And they it's were, funny how that works. It's yeah. funny how that works. It just seems like that people, they try to they try to live through you. And the stuff that they wish that they can do, they tell you to do it. Right. Or or they, they use you as like a guinea pig for the actions they wish they could take. And then they have you out there looking bad. They like, well look, if I were you, I'd do it like this and meanwhile they're on the sidelines taking notes, seeing how, how you come out of it. It's like, all right, did he get through it? Did he did he make it? All right, that worked for him? All right, I'm gonna use it. Right. They have you they use you like a guinea pig, man. All I gotta say is people, man, please stop giving bad advice. Stop yeah. giving advice about how you feel based on that moment. Like now, that's that's the thing you said you went through. This person that gave you advice based on how they were feeling at the moment. You came to them a little while later. They were feeling a different way, and they're like, "Oh man, you shouldn't be doing that. You're doing <laughs> right. too much." Right. Yeah. <laughs> After they told you to turn up the ten. And so and so, actually, I, I mean, we talked about this a while ago about advice and. Are people giving bad advice? And actually, the the way you put it, I liked your approach on giving advice. And so, um, I was actually actually can you can you share what your approach is when giving advice? Because I really like it, and I think if people heard your approach, it would actually make them um, basically better friends. And, That's cool. And so, you know what? I'll do that. So this is what I'll do then. This is this is what I'll do. 
I'll, I'll go over some things that if you're giving advice, and I'll also go over some things of what to look for when people are giving you advice. Which which one which one should I go over first? So let's go with if somebody is in a situation and they want advice from you. Okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, so the first thing I usually try to do is I try to be positive first. Because you got to know that they have more than enough people in their ear telling them the negative shit right. that they should be doing. They right. have 50 people telling them, if I were you, if it was me, I would do this, and then I'll be like this, and I'll be doing that. So don't be one of those people. First things first, you need to try to be positive as much okay. as you possibly can. Because that's, that's the most challenging thing that the person has in front of them is that they probably don't have anybody being positive, right? So, yeah, because if a person is going through some shit, they don't want... I don't think they need, you know, somebody to be reinforcing this negative emotion that they're having. You right. know, that that doesn't really help them <laughs> most of don't, the time. Don't tell nobody that's contemplating killing somebody, man, I'd kill that fool if I was you. <laughs> don't right. tell nobody that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or right. if somebody's feeling down and they and they don't know what to do with themselves, like, man, that's a terrible situation. If I was you, I'd kill myself. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing to play with. And people really take people's advice very, very seriously. Right. Because they feel like they have nowhere else to go. And they're looking to you as a friend. Don't tell them to go scratch up that girl's car. You know what I'm saying? Because now you've just validated the thoughts that they were thinking already. So right. rule number one, try to be positive. Okay. Man, the second thing is, man, stop telling people to do shit that you'll never do. Stop doing that. Stop telling man, go curse this person, go fight that person, go shoot this person, go cut that person. If I was you, I'd be, man, I'd grab a this and I'd do that. Stop telling people that shit. You know you wouldn't do that. Just stop it. You or go break saying? up with that person. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's another one. That relationship advice is killer. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to say what you would do when you're not in the relationship. So when the friend on the sideline, if you're giving advice to a friend and they're in a relationship and having problems, don't encourage them breaking up. Now, if they're like an abusive situation or something, right. tell them that they might need to find something that makes them feel safe and comfortable. But don't be walking around telling people, "Oh man, you need to break up with him." I think man, if they're, I think if they're in a, I think if they're in an abusive situation, I think that might be one of the only times where yeah. you can give them a hard advice of saying like yeah you need to leave this fool because they smack you right. around every day there's no there's really no reason for that person to stay with that person exactly I, I i would agree with that and if you really care about a person tell them to do things that's truly the best thing for them you know what i'm saying don't be thinking about yourself when you're giving advice don't right. be thinking about the situation that you stuck in or that you trapped in and you wish you had a way out, so you're going to tell this person how to get out of your situation. They don't need to know how to get out of your situation. They need to know how to get help for their situation. Right. So that's another thing. Uh, another thing that I think about that people do all the fucking time that's just not right is stop agreeing with people just because they're your friend, man. Stop agreeing with people just because they're your friend. Because your friend is wrong sometimes. So, so basically, be a friend and tell them that they're fucking wrong. So basically, 
Don't be a yes man. Don't be a yes man. Your friend doesn't need a yes man. Your family member doesn't need a yes man. They so need somebody to be wrong. honest. Right. Wrong is wrong. Family or not, friend or not, if they did some fucked up shit, you need to tell them, man, I know that you was upset, but that probably wasn't the best route to take. That probably wasn't the best option. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be real with them. Or if you're really that cool, just tell them, yo, that was some dumb shit you pulled. You shouldn't have did that. That whole tit for tat, you really shouldn't have did that. Just because he went and cheated on you, you go cheat on him. That's not cool. Don't it's be a, telling your friend, girl, yeah. you should have. Man, I'm glad you slept with that basketball team because that one girl he slept with, yeah, you should go sleep with 10 other guys now. It's a, it's, it's a lot of people, I think, who definitely do not need yes men. Like uh, Matt Barnes, for example. I'm sure he probably called, you know, um, I don't know. What, what's the dude who was with, you know, she, he probably called oh, Le, Lamar Odom. Yeah, Lamar Odom. You know, okay. he, he probably called Lamar Odom like, yo, Lamar, uh, my girl, you know, she, she's, she's fucking with fish now. And, uh, you know, what should I do? No, dog. You know, that, I think, that, I think, I think, I think I'm about to go stump. Child's mama? I think I'm going to go stump this guy out. Well, they they just broke up, you know. So right, you know, right. He, but he's what like, I'm, he's like, is, I'm gonna stump this guy and Lamar. You know, he's just like, yo, you know, you should definitely go do that. Right, man. Do what you gotta do, man. Don't let fish do you like that, like, man. You're what, tougher than fish. He's like, that's what I would do. You you taller than him. <laughs> you light more light skinned than him. You got good curly hair. Right. You got a bunch of tattoos. Go whoop his ass. He didn't need a yes man at that time. He didn't need that yes man. But you know what? In, Mar- in Matt Barnes' defense, that was his child's mother. He ain't called nobody. He already knew what the play was. He's like, oh, that's Fish? Fish messing with my girl? He ain't talked to nobody. He he drove up there on his own. He didn't talk to nobody Was it that. So was it the chick from Basketball Wives? I don't know. I don't know the details of it. All I only thing I know is... D Fish was messing with a chick that Matt Barnes used to mess with. Matt Barnes found out about it and he drove a hundred thousand miles. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, all I know is Kanye West immortalized Matt Barnes <laughs> in a song where he didn't even it wasn't even really in the song. It was just like on some ad libs at the end. Right. On this life of Pablo. It album. was an ad yeah, it was an ad lib to it. So stop agreeing or um excuse me. Yes, man. Yeah, stop being a yes man. Don't just tell somebody yeah it's cool and it's really not cool and then the last thing and you know what I think this is the most important is that uh, whenever you give advice I think this is the most important thing to me in my opinion when getting advice? no when you're giving oh okay giving advice go ahead go ahead is try to give the person options Mm. so when they sit down and think about your advice they feel like they have something to choose from Instead of feeling like they're cornered and only doing one thing, you know what I'm saying. So don't shit on them. Don't 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 shit all over your friend, right? Right. Exactly. You, you don't want to say what you should do is. Right. Would, don't should. It should be more of a, a could. What you could do is this, or you know what, you could do like this. Whatever you think is best for you. These are right. this. You know, this is what I think is the options that you would have since you're asking my advice. You could do this, or you could do this. But the whole, man, you, man, if I were you, I would be, you know what? You should be doing this. 
that's the wrong way to give advice, man. Yeah, you don't sh- yeah, don't shit on your friends. Man, stop shooting your friends, dog. That's that's not cool. Stop shooting your friends. It's not good. So those are the ways that you can give good advice, right? Okay. Now, if you're getting advice, okay, okay, if you're getting advice, these are some things that you need to pay attention to, all right? First thing you need to do if you're getting advice is you need to get it from multiple sources. Don't just get advice from one person. Yeah, I do that all the time. Whenever You need multiple I'm, perspectives. Yeah. yeah, I do that all the time. I'm always looking for multiple perspectives and just kind of picking and pulling from, you know, the different people that I reached out to. Right. And then when you get that advice from those multiple sources, just because you get advice don't mean you have to take it. All right. 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 So instead of getting somebody's advice and just taking it, you need to gather that information from your multiple sources. You need to analyze that information. You need to do what works best for you. You know, so maybe you talk to three people and maybe you take a piece of each person's advice and you piece together the ultimate plan to get you out or into the situation that you're trying to get in or out of. Don't. Excuse me. Don't just take people's advice because they'll have you out here looking crazy. So the next thing is to get the information from people you look up to. Okay. Don't 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 get the advice from people who aren't on your level because people who aren't on your level probably can't help you get to the next level or they don't understand what your level is. For example, hold on, hold on. You said don't get from people don't get advice from people on your level who are not or, on who your not level. on your level. So, right. hold on because there's like I mean, there's homeless dudes on the corner who straight spit knowledge. <laughs> like That's I'm true. pretty sure they can help you to make sure that you don't fuck up in life. Yeah, because but I mean the- they they they're living it. I mean they I mean you could look at them and say you know he could say, I fucked up, man. Don't do this. No, man. But the shit that the homeless guy on the corner is going to tell you, he going to tell you the shit that you already know. He going to tell you, yeah, man, you better stay in school. Uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> he going to tell you, don't do crack. Okay. Right. He going to tell you, uh, don't fuck off your family. Go to school. Uh, get your education. He going to tell you the shit that you know already. So, yeah, no yeah I'm sure the homeless guy has a lot of he has a lot of knowledge. You're right. You know, that homeless guy. You know, um, hey, my brother, uh, no habit is worth sucking the dick. <laughs> right. You hey, you, you, you might not know that. <laughs> no man, no dog, just no. You may no. not know you that. You might you not know that. He put you. You on. already you already know that you don't need to be doing that, dog. You don't you don't need the homeless guy on the corner telling you that, but. Let me finish, though. Let me finish. When I say people that are not on your level, I mean people that's not on your level in life. I mean, success-wise, financially, mentally, relationship-wise. All I'm trying to say is you don't want to take marriage advice from a person who's never been married because they don't understand what it's like to be married. They don't understand the compromise that you have to make when you're married. You know what I'm saying? So right. telling, telling your friend that's not married or never been married about your problems and then expecting you or expecting them to give you good marriage advice, you're probably not going to get the best advice from them because they don't understand what it's like to be there. Right. And and, and I guess at the same time, 
if you are the friend that's being confided in if your friend is married and they're asking you what should they be doing in their marriage you probably need to back down and be like you know what uh as you already know i'm not married i ain't never been married i barely got a boyfriend (laughs) this nigga don't even take his shoes off when he comes you know (laughs) when when he comes through you know uh I really can't but, advise. But that's you on this that's forgiving advice, though. That's forgiving advice. No, that, we're that's talking what I'm about saying. the people that's we're talking about the people that's taking advice. And yeah, I, just I, I was just saying. I was there. just saying, like the um, if if I was just flipping it back, you know, because it works both ways. I think that that's true. But those those people who are getting advice, all I'm trying to say is the people who are not where you are don't understand what it's like to be in your shoes. So expecting them to give you advice. And wear your shoes for a few minutes to understand where you should go next. It's probably not the best thing to do. You want to you want to get the advice from people who have been where you are. So if you want if you want relationship advice, don't go to the person that hasn't had a relationship for more than six months. Go to the person who's been married for a few years or a few years longer than you. Go to people that you look up to, people that you respect, when you go and get that advice. Because like I said, man, those those people. Those people who aren't on your level, uh, they don't they don't understand the life that you're living. So um, that's yeah. very, very important in, in taking that advice. And I just had a, a, a thought. I mean, I guess another thing you could do is uh, perhaps ask a male, ask a female friend, and then ask a uh, older person. An experienced person. Right. Yes. That's true. Right. That's true. When we're talking about, make sure you ask your multiple sort. When you ask your multiple sources, try to try to get a, a, a variety, right? Ask a ask a man that you look up to, ask a woman that you look up to, and then ask an experienced person that's been through it, that you know has been through the fire, and that's you know if it's if it's relationship advice, ask that person that that's been married for twenty years. If it's for financial advice, ask that person who has a business and that's doing pretty well. Uh, ask that, you know, if it's if it's just advice to get you through the day, ask the person that you think is the most mentally stable, the person that seems like they got their shit together. That's who you want to talk to. Don't talk to your friend who <laughs> who who uh, who's having a hard time getting through their life as it is. And then when you finally have a problem, you try to go confide in them. It's probably not gonna work out. They'll probably be the ones that's gonna tell you, "Girl, if I was you, or boy, I'm telling you what. If if the, if I was in your shoes, I'll be doing this." So, that's it, man. I just wanted to wrap that up for you, and hopefully, you can take that information and you can utilize it. I mean, now I'm giving you advice, and I'm expecting you to take the advice from me. Uh, but uh, but we're really, what it is is. We're certified. It's not what advice. you. It's not what you should do. These are things that you could do, right? Because we shouldn't be shooting you. We should be cutting you. You could use this information to help you give and receive advice. Advice a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I'll, that's I'll, it. I'll do. I'll do you one better. You. You, you better follow. <laughs> our advice. Yeah, because we know what the fuck we're talking about. Right. We're advice experts, right? <laughs> we're <laughs> certified. We're certified in this. We, we know what the hell we're talking about. 
So uh, I guess that that that's all. I guess. Uh, but you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Before I wrap this thing up, check this out. I bought Directv about uh, three and a half years ago. All I really watch is sports, um, basketball and football. Let's see. The kids watch the Disney Channel. My wife, she watches movies. Those crazy-ass man-hating Lifetime movies. Uh, you know, the ones where the man cheats uh, on his girl or his wife with the chick's best friend. And then she okay. finds out. And then she kills him. That's that's the type of shit she be watching. She watched scary movies and stuff, too, but whatever. So, um, until about six months ago, DirecTV has been pretty flawless for us, man. Um, I've got an NFL Sunday ticket. I've gotten to watch all the football that I've wanted to watch. So, that's been pretty amazing. I've gotten to watch all the basketball that I wanted to watch. Okay. But um, about six months ago, it, it slowly started going out. The Disney Channel started going in and out. Sometimes the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is all pixelated and shit. So, so what does what? it do? Does it freeze up or? Yeah, it's like pixelated. It's pixelated. Okay. Sometimes it gives me this 771 error talking about the satellite lost or whatever. Uh, sometimes it's pixelated going in and out. And it's like, all right. Well, you know, for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, that's really not that big of a deal. Because the kitties, they really don't care about what it looks like. And plus, they like watching the same ones over and over that we DVR anyway. So... That's not a big deal. Then Lifetime started having trouble. Uh, they started having some type of occasional pixelation issues where it's just freezing and coming on and freezing. And it just makes it really hard to watch. And then there was a straw that broke the fucking camel's back. I came home so I can get get it cracking with some, with some NBA playoffs. Poor camel. I want to see Steph Curry. Huh? I was just saying poor camel. Yeah, that poor camel. That this this one last straw. I came home. I wanted to see some NBA playoffs. I wanted to see Steph Curry bust some heads. Obviously, this is the other day, right? So uh, I turn on the TV, and all I see is a bunch of slow motion, pixelated, unclear HD television on TNT. I don't think I need to say anything more, other than I was fucking pissed. I wasn't happy, man. So check it. I called Directv. The tech service chick, she answers the phone. She okay. tries to help me. That's cool. Now, I, I wasn't upset with her. I didn't have an attitude with her. I did everything that she asked me to do. She had me go through a bunch of shit over the phone, a bunch of this troubleshooting that didn't work. No problem. I'm glad she even tried. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was told that a tech needed to come to my house. Okay, fine. How else is the shit going to get fixed? We couldn't do it over the phone. I guess you got to send somebody to my house, right? No big okay. deal. Then she dropped the bomb. She told me that there would be a charge of $49.99 that would be added to my bill to get a tech to come out to my house. So immediately, she said that on my next bill for a tech to come out, they're going to charge me $49.99. Like they realized that you didn't do anything, right? I don't know what the hell they realized. All I know is they told me, hey, we're going to get this tech out to your house. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they when they're going to come out? Oh, yeah, they'll be out there in two days. I was like, oh, man, two days? All right, fine. And then after that, she told me, now, to get the technician out there, I need you to agree that it's going to be $49.99 on your next bill. And I immediately got defensive. I asked the chick, explain to me why I have to pay you $50 to fix a service that I already pay for every month. Like, if that service doesn't yeah. work, 
why am I paying a monthly fee? That's you know what I'm saying. That's all the service has to do. That's all they have to do is make the shit work. That's, <laughs> that's the only all job they that they do. have. Right. Is for the TV to work. And that's why I'm paying you, right? So if that if that service doesn't work, that's your fault. That's not my fault. Why do I need to pay you to send somebody? You know what I'm saying? Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. If I pay a bill, shouldn't you guarantee me service for that month? I, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, it should be guaranteed. It should I mean, be if guaranteed. You're, if, you're, if you're paying for something. I mean, especially if you... Like, I mean, I understand if you dropped water on your cable box or whatever. Like, yeah, right. charge charge me for it coming out. Or if I came, if I installed a new TV and now all of a sudden the cable ain't working, please right. charge me at this point because I obviously fucked up something, right? Right. If or, I made you know no what? changes. Better yet, better yet, better yet, how about this? Charge me when you come and see what the fuck is going on. Don't charge me from the gate. Because, see, they might not know that I changed the TV or I dropped water on the box because the, the typical customer ain't going to tell you that they fucked some shit up. But when you get right. to their house and you see that they fucked some shit up, it'll be like, yo, you fucked this up. Now you got to pay $50, right? But don't tell me I'm not sending a guy until you agree to this $50 um, on the bill. I don't know because you might you might tell them that and, you know... You might not want to tell them that in person. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> because oh well, look, because they, 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 could, they could come after you. Then, like, you want to tell them right up front, like, hey, it's gonna be yeah. Maybe maybe you tell them up front. Look, we're gonna send a guy out. If we find out you fuck some shit up, we gonna charge you fifty dollars. Fine, I'm cool with that. But don't charge me to send a guy to my house, though. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, they obviously get this question all the time, right? And so. Right. I can't be the only person that's pissed about this. I mean, because logically, it just don't make fucking sense to me. So then the lady asked me, hey, um, do you have our protection plan? Now, first of all, woman, you have all of my information in the computer in front of you. You know what I'm paying for. And if you don't know what I'm paying for, there's a screen available to you that tells you what I'm paying for. Okay. You know what the fuck I got. You know what the fuck I got, right? You know what I'm saying? So I told her no. I, I don't. I don't even know about the protection plan. Well, if you paid the seven ninety nine a month for our protection plan, the tech visit will be free. And it's like, okay, okay, that shit don't make any sense. So if I was paying seven ninety nine for the from the time that I got the service, I've been to pay like three hundred fifty dollars by now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. If I paid that $350, she's saying it had been free for the tech to come out. No, woman, I paid you $350. You know what I'm saying? That's not free. So just to save that $50, they're telling me I would have to pay $7.99 a month. Again, that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm, I'm not mad at this point. I'm just asking questions that I feel are logical questions to the information that she's giving me. So then she attempted to create an analogy. But it failed. She tried to tell me my direct TV satellite is like leasing a car. She says, well, you own the satellite, so you're responsible for the maintenance. You know, like when you're leasing a car, you're responsible for the oil change. Okay. I said, no, no, this is this is nothing. This is nothing like that. Car manufacturers list the required maintenance. They give you a manual with the preventive maintenance. They say, okay, oil change every three thousand or five thousand, tire rotation every six thousand. Your brakes need to be Basically, done here. How how the fuck do you 
change the oil on the satellite dish. Dude, so I want to know, is there a manual to tell me that I need to get on my fucking roof and, and, and mess with the satellite dish? Like, do you have... So I just asked her, ma'am, is there any preventative maintenance that DirecTV is, should be telling me that I should be doing? Is there any documentation of something that I need to be doing on my roof with my satellite dish? She was like, no. And I was like, well, that that's not a good analogy then, ma'am. That's not a good analogy. It's a horrible analogy. It's just some shit <laughs> that she heard somebody else say and thought like, oh, I'm going to use that the next time I'm in this situation. Right. And she right. just used it. She fucked it all up, used it wrong. <laughs> and now, she, now she's caught. Wait, wait, wait. And not only that, and got a person on the phone that's halfway educated about the type of services and preventative maintenance that cars have. You know, because if I was some guy who never did anything on their car, I just would have took her words and been like, oh, OK, I guess it is kind of like it is kind of like leasing a car. Right. But no, no, I know how oil changes and tire rotations work. I know how to change <laughs> brakes. Um, there's a manual for that. They tell you at what mile period you should probably do it. Uh, yeah, it's nothing like that. So, yeah, anyway. I, I, I would have definitely asked her. So how exactly? Am I supposed to rotate the tires on my satellite dish? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I didn't use those words. I just asked her, or excuse me, I told her that no one has told me to get on the roof and do any type of preventative maintenance. So if there was something I'm responsible for, I was never made aware of that. Do you have any documentation or literature that shows me how to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how that would go. Like you telling me to climb up on the fucking roof. <laughs> Yo, duh. And you know what? So I was thinking about it after I got off the phone with this lady. And like I said, it's not about her. It's about, you know, DirecTV pushing this plan to be this way. It wasn't her fault, but I just wasn't happy about the way it was going. I was cool with needing somebody to come out to fix it. I was cool with not seeing basketball for the night. I just wasn't cool that I pay you guys all the time and I don't have any late charges because it's, it's automatic withdrawal. And now when my stuff isn't working, you're going to tell me I have to pay. They should at least have some type of thing that says, oh, you've been a customer with us for four years and you've never had an issue. We'll give you this one for free or something. Where's the customer loyalty package? You know what I'm saying? Where is that? So anyway, like I said, I got off the phone with this woman and I thought about, is this a conflict of interest somehow? So couldn't they purposely create a bad satellite connection and default to you either pay me $8 a month so we don't charge you or we charge you $50 every time we come out? Like if the funds are low, couldn't they technically create a bad situation or couldn't something be bad on their end and they charge you $50? Yeah, they they can't do that though. I mean, that's like, was it? It's like FCC regulated or whatever, right? That's like, like what? Like what? Regulated by the FCC, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they can't they can't be doing no shit like that. Yeah, it's it's regulated by the FCC. I get that. I'm just saying that it appears to be, it, it could be a conflict, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happened and they got caught ten years later for it. But I'm just saying that it just don't seem right that they're trying to say that you're responsible for your signal when it's their signal that they're providing right. you, right? So right. it just looked it looked a little shaky for me. So um, all I wanted to say is DirecTV, get your shit together because that don't make no sense. 
okay? It really doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't seem fair to the customer, especially the loyal customer that pays you on time, all the time, and you've never had to come find your money, but I have to come find my service. And then when I do come find my service, you're telling me that for you to send somebody out, I got to pay you $50. So anyway. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That, and, that sounds uh, like some bullshit, so. It, um, for the listeners out there, I just sent uh, TJ a few pictures of somebody who should be getting, like, their club shot up or married by now. Oh, okay. She, uh, yeah, she's unmarried? Yeah. Does she have a boyfriend? I think she does have a boyfriend. That's a step in the right direction. Not saying that she needs one, but she's a very beautiful girl. You would think that, uh, you would think that, uh... They, yeah, she should have been had kids, though. Like, who, <laughs> who, who was passing? <sighs> Yo, Beyonce didn't have kids. What, what was she? Did she hit 30? Maybe she was 30 before she had hers. This girl yeah, she doesn't look Beyonce, no one near 30. Like, dude, what, what, did, what the... F- hey, let's just move <laughs> on past that. Because what did I open up this damn show saying... You don't want no problems with the beehive. They could take. They could <laughs> I'm take not offense to problems, what you just man. said. No, I'm not creating. I'm just saying that is their queen. You do not want to fuck with her. I didn't say nothing about. I just you, said you should have said. Ariana I simply or said. I don't know. <laughs> I simply said she chose her career over babies at the time, and then she went back and had the baby. She's good. How come this girl, this beautiful girl, can't? You know, maybe she's doing the same thing. Yo, maybe she's waiting. Don't even passively mention our Lord and Savior, Blue Ivy. Like, you do not. Hey, I'm telling you. All man. right. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I probably just fucked up right now. Mentioning, yeah. Beehive, don't come get me. It was all props to uh, Queen Beyonce. I didn't say nothing negative. About, oh, by the way, she's out here right now. Um, she's at the Rose Bowl to, today doing a concert. Oh, so okay. She's, she's lemonading and whatever else she's whatever else she's doing on her concert tour. But she's doing it right here in uh, in Cali at the Rose Bowl. So shout out to Beyonce, Beehive. Me and Beyonce nice. are cool, man. We go way back. Actually, I remember hearing Beyonce's song on, uh, what was it? What was that group? Girls Time? They, she had some song called... What? Girls Time. That was the, that was the first... Well, before I say this shit, let me make sure I'm right. <laughs> but that what was, that was the first name right of the now? group. Girls Time? You never heard of that? Let no. Let me make sure that's right. Let me make sure that's right. Star Search, Girls Time with Beyonce. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, so that was the group that they was in. And they had some song called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Let me make sure that's right before I put that out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah song. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Anyway, all I'm saying, Beehive, is that I remember Beyonce when she was super young. And she was uh, with the girls' time, and she was cool then. She's cool now. She's the queen of whatever she wants to be the queen of, and whether it's singing, performing, or dancing, she's the truth. And that's all I got to say about that. And so, let this be the last time that we talk about Beyonce because there are other podcasts that are uh, dedicated just to her. Oh, yeah. So you can go listen to them if you want to hear about Beehive. Yeah, Beehive shouldn't even be listening to this right now anyway. An album just came out. There's probably somebody else who's uh, talking Beyonce the whole podcast, right. not just our little excerpts. So right. you can come also, and get us after that. I do have a little uh, a little serious moment I need to 
just to say briefly here. Okay. Um, so I gotta I gotta give a rest in peace to uh, my guy Alan. So um, I shot his wedding um, maybe a couple years ago. Cool dude. I mean, I, you know, he's not my friend or anything, but I met them um, when they were coming in for just like a council consultation about their wedding. And, you know, him and his wife were super cool. I was excited about their wedding. And they were nothing but very pleasant to work with. He was super nice. I'm always with the guys when we shoot a wedding. And um, him, his, 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 uh, all the groomsmen, his family, everybody were, was really nice to me. I, I, like, that kind of experience always stands out to me. Um, so he actually passed away a couple of days uh, ago, uh-huh. and uh, and I'm, I'm mentioning this because, uh, yeah, I definitely, I mean, you know, feel bad to hear that he passed away, um, but it also so happens that his wife um, had recently, uh, I kind of linked up with her recently on Facebook um, when we started the podcast, and she has faithfully been listening to us. And she always likes everything and comments or whatever. So um, I, I wanted to make sure that I said, uh, you know, this little bit for Alan. And, uh, you know, just make, you know, let his wife know that uh, we're thinking about her. And thank you for listening. All right. And shout out to our listeners. Thank you. I appreciate that. And especially to her making it uh, known that she's a listener. She's probably shouting us out to other people. And that's what we would like our other listeners to do is to go ahead and listen to us. You know what I'm saying? And if you like what we're doing and you got somebody you think would be interested, go ahead and share this share this wonderful podcast with them, man, because maybe they can get some entertainment. Maybe they can learn something. And it and, is a uh, wonderful podcast. Yeah, the wonderful podcast that we call The Corporate Streets. And if there's a particular topic that you want to hear us ramble about, or if you need some advice, because we are the advice connoisseurs, the corporate streets, a.k.a. advice connoisseurs, or you just want our perspective, go ahead and hit us up at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's T-H-E, corporate streets, with a Z, not with an S, at gmail.com. All right? So go ahead and hit us up and send those emails. We will reply. And yeah. They- <laughs> and there you have it you just listened to the Corporate Streets podcast this is the podcast for people who turn down their classical music so they can concentrate while they count their profits from last night's trapathon peace trapathon trapathon trapathon